I've just spent the last couple of days compiling my first article for the Surrey History Centre, and it is centred around our experiences as a polycule, banding together in the face of the first lockdown. It seemed appropriate, with the news of the emergent Omicron variant, to reflect on how we got through those early days and supported each other. It's a couple of thousand words, about four sheets of A4 if you're trying to picture it, and it's a whistle-top tour of how Discord and social media became a way of making our own virtual bubble, even while apart. Of all the things I might have expected to come of it all, though, I don't think I really expected to be as forthright when talking to strangers about things as I am now. I've always been more of a people-watcher when in new surroundings. I tend to open up and gather my storytelling largesse once I know who I'm talking to instead, or at least to waffle as a smokescreen. I'm under no illusions that part of that is a trauma response, gathering and redirecting attention where I want it to be, but I digress. A large part of living with, loving and knowing the people I do has been accepting that I need to speak up and educate where needed, and sometimes that's in the strangest places. This weekend, it turned out to be in the back of an Uber, with a very talkative driver from Sri Lanka, as I made my way to catch up with the folks at the XL. Through the course of our meandering journey, we exchanged elements of our life stories, and I started to talk about my extended found family. I challenged his expectations about sexuality, trans people and relationships, based on my own experiences and the tales that I've had shared with me. And delightfully, he was curious rather than hostile, listened and learned, and while he didn't totally understand, he was able to ask questions that weren't insulting. Even maybe six months ago, I wouldn't have credited myself to have the courage or wits to engage in this way with someone, let alone a cab driver, and especially not about matters of sexuality or my own personal life. This may come as a bit of a surprise to some, given my penchant for speaking up or about things without any apparent concern. But that is something I've been practising hard at over recent years, overcoming my natural reticence. What was different this time was that, other than a brief pause to mentally shuffle the cards in the right order to provide context, I didn't feel any concern, and if anything I just mentally rolled my eyes at having to explain my situation to round out the statement and challenge I was about to make. Thankfully, Years of counselling and the various counselling adjacent training that I've had have helped me marshal points succinctly and retain some distance mentally while engaging in these conversations. Far more important in getting to this post, though, have been the hours and hours of no-holds-barred conversations we've had amongst ourselves in the DDC and amongst others in our friend circles. I wasn't so much regurgitating points previously discussed as... I suppose being able to be mindful of nuance that might not necessarily be obvious unless you've talked around a few times. Anyway, we ended our journey amicably, even though I'm sure there were a few new grey hairs in my beard after some of the more, let's say, erratic driving manoeuvres we did in central London. And he learned a new phrase, having an inquisitive mind. Coming at the end of a 14-hour day, though, I was glad to stumble out of the car and into the arms of my loved ones. I was wondering if I would actually get any rest this weekend.